Greetings in Yawashkanakagwego. I'm thankful you're well. You're listening to Gaino. If you're tuning in for the first time today, Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. I am your host, Brett Maybe, and each week we take a listen to some incredible music from different indigenous artists from across Turtle Island. At this time, you're invited to pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, enjoy the tunes, and the chat, as my featured artist today is Jay Lee Wolf. Jaylee's a Korean Anishinaabe artist currently residing in Toronto. She and her life partner Hayden left the doomsday cult they belonged to and started a band called Once a Tree, releasing their first album Phoenix back in 2017. While it is Once a Tree's latest single Black Dog kicking off the music today, the bulk of our conversation will be centered around Jaylee's brand new solo career. In March, she released the emotionally charged Child of the Government and quickly followed it up with Hush. Her solo debut EP called Wild Whisper is coming out this summer, and if that weren't enough, she's starring in a brand new TV adaptation of the comic book series Why the Last Man. We have a great chat ahead, but first, it's Once a Tree's take on Black Dog, today on Gun.
Black Dog. It's the latest offering from Once a Tree, and I'm talking a brand new single. They released it in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month. It's their cover of a song written by Arlo Parks. Good day to you, Jaylee. How are you doing today? I'm amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, just running in between rehearsals right now. I'm shooting a new television show, so very busy, but feeling very grateful as well. Uh, I can't thank you enough for taking a, just a little bit of time to chat with me today. I won't keep you up. I know you have some very, very cool stuff going on. And we'll get back to uh, what you're rehearsing for in just a few. So listeners, stay tuned. Uh, as it is, though, I mean, we have a whole lot to talk about, Jaylee. First and foremost, well, you have three brand new singles out, two of which are your own solo releases. But, of course, Black Dog is the most recent. So let's start there. This is a track from Once a Tree, your project with your partner Hayden and uh, as I was mentioning you released this in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month. Tell me a little bit more about why you chose this particular track to highlight. This song really speaks on depression and the way that Arlo Parks wrote the lyrics it just really hit home for Hayden and I. So when we were listening to this a couple months ago it, it got us through a kind of hard time mentally when we were going through some mental health stuff um, and so we just decided let's cover it and put it out for this month. Um, Hayden's doing most of the singing. And again, we just really love the track. So thought it was a, a good thing to cover. You tackle some pretty heavy subjects, uh, both uh, as Once a Tree and now with your two new singles. We're going to talk about Hush and Child of the Government here in just a few. Uh, but I guess while we're on the topic, um, well, I, I hope first and foremost that you and Hayden are doing all right during all this. I know that there's been a lot of back and forth, uh, especially as you're getting a really good momentum going. Boom, COVID hits. I know initially your plans were to move back to BC but I mean you just have so much going on yeah yeah exactly it definitely messed up our plans actually we were gonna split our time between British Columbia and Los Angeles but um you know when the pandemic happened we just thought best not we actually just signed a new lease in Toronto so we're gonna definitely be in Toronto for another year it's been interesting because we've been in complete lockdown but the vaccines are starting to roll out, and I do see light at the end of the tunnel. It's been a hard time, especially in those um, the darker months and in the cold months where you can't even go out for a walk, you know, to get some sun. So that was that was definitely a challenge, but I'm finding ways to kind of navigate it, like meditation. Um, you know, I'm, I started doing therapy, and it's been really, really great. As we've had many pretty deep conversations before, I mean, uh, mental health and and the need to talk about this is a reoccurring theme throughout your work. Of course, you guys are coming at your art. You're approaching your art, uh, having met and fallen in love and escaping a cult. And I see some of these themes still kind of recurring. You know, it, it's really interesting. And I want to say this before we go any further. Uh, the parallels uh, that exist, like the topic of the 60s scoop that you tackle in Child of the Government. We'll get more in depth on that in just a few. But, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same, even in these modern days, if you will. Uh, I'm sure that you find some very striking similarities between what you guys went through as Jehovah Witnesses psychologically and maybe even some of what you saw your dad go through. Yeah, yeah, definitely the stripping of identity. Um, you know, my father was stripped from knowing who he truly was. And uh, I would say that the cult definitely did that to Hayden and I. 
we weren't allowed to be individuals and we weren't allowed to express ourselves or like be who we truly are. So suppression and, and um, also within the cult, for me personally, as being indigenous, I was never allowed to even think about like the, the spiritual side of, of my culture. Really, a lot of things about my culture weren't accepted in the religion. So um, definitely there are parallels. Well, we'll come back and talk a little bit more specifically about Child of the Government. It's a very heavy song. It's gotten a lot of international attention. Uh, but I thought we would start things on perhaps a little bit of a lighter note. Now, I know you're tackling some heavy feelings with Hush as well, but uh, it feels to me at least that it's not quite as tied in, or is it? Right. I think definitely not as not as heavy. Um Hush is definitely more lighter, and it was more of just me liberating myself and talking about my, you know, my bisexuality and sort of releasing all the shame that I had around my sexuality um, from being in the religion. Right. Because, you know, being queer is definitely like one of the worst things that you could ever be. Um, you know, that's unforgivable. So I had to do a lot of, like I said, therapy and, and do a lot of uh, inner like work, shadow work, to, to really get to the bottom of why I felt shame. And I knew it was the religion, but then also there are still parts of society that um, aren't accepting. So I thought this was a song I just, I needed to write for myself and my own healing. And I, I just decided to put it out and put it on the project. Hush is a great way to kick off this next block. Listeners, I have a lot of fantastic tunes coming your way. We're going to be hearing one from Indian Agent before the hour's up. One from John Trudell, Ray Zaragoza. Uh, but as we get back into the tunes, uh, well, real quick, Jaylee, what have you been listening to lately? I want to get one of your recommendations on today. Um, I like this song I've been listening to by Wyatt C. Lewis, and it's called Dancing with Sue. We'll come back and talk about Sue and who she's dancing with in just a few. In the meantime, no, turn it up and sing along with one of the brand new releases from the one and only Jaylee Wolf. It's Hush today on Gyno. Thank you. 
did. Club started letting out. I, um, well, I started to get light out. I met this cat, and, um, I was lost and faded. And, uh, I, uh,
Hi, this is Jace Martin, and you're listening to Gyno. If you're going to dance with anyone, you better dance with Sue. That's what Wyatt C. Lewis is saying, and that's what Jay Lee Wolf is listening to these days. If you're just now tuning in, you're listening to Gyno. It's Brett maybe checking in with you, and I do have the great good fortune of being joined on the line with one of my all-time favorite artists. Uh, we're talking about Jay Lee's most recent singles. Of course, Hush kicked off that block. We also heard a brand new single from her band, Once a Tree. Uh, but before going any further and getting into this next block, let's talk a little bit more about this particular track how'd you come across it um i i don't actually know i don't remember i think maybe someone one of my friends had posted it on instagram and i was just like i love it yeah. maybe it was like a little festival thing that wyatt had done i just heard him playing um acoustic guitar and singing the song so then i looked it up on spotify and i added it to my indigenous music playlist that spotify let me curate um yeah so 
love it. Uh, thank you for the recommendation. It's been a fantastic way for me to discover new tunes as well. And I promise I won't have you do any more of my heavy lifting t- during today's show. <laughs> um, you know, thank you again. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about your brand new singles. Now, as we were alluding to in the first block, we started to talk a little bit about the 60s scoop. Child of the Government is going to be the track that does kick things off in this next segment. Now, let's dive immediately into this. You're no stranger to tackling heavy subjects, but this one uh, hits home on a number of different levels, on a number of different um, generations, if you will, even. And I think it's something that most indigenous people can relate to in some way, shape, or form. But we got to be honest, there are a lot of non-indigenous people also checking out what we have to talk about here on Guy Notes. So, um, you know, let's start with a little bit of a background. The 60s Scoop. Yeah, definitely. So um, for those who don't know, the 60s Scoop was the Canadian government, the Catholic Church, um, you know, they, they stole over 20,000 First Nation, Métis, and Inuit children from their families and their communities. And they were placed in foster homes or they were adopted out to non-Indigenous homes um, and families across Canada, the United States, and even further. Like, there are even accounts of children ending up in Australia. Um, so my father was one of these children. And along with, like, the loss of cultural identity, the government went so far as to change his ethnicity. They actually say on his adoption papers that he is not Indigenous and that he cannot get Indian status, which is a lie. Wow. Um, Yeah. So, you know, my dad has been through a lot. And I have been trying to do a lot of healing work around my relationship with my father. And doing that is when this song sort of just kind of poured out of me. Uh, was this something that you grew up knowing and that he talked about, or were these more revelations as you got to be a little bit older? Definitely revelations as I got older, because I didn't actually know my father as a kid or as a teen. Um, I met him later. Like, well, I was 17 when I met him, and um, we've had a very estranged relationship. So, uh, you know how you can hear his vocals at the beginning of the song and at the end? Mm-hmm. My dad would call me when he was under the influence of alcohol, um, and I would record him to sort of like show him the way he would talk to me because it was never very, very kind. But this day in particular, I felt like it was sort of an apology that he was kind of, you know, like trying to make amends with me. And I appreciated it. And I actually kind of understood from his perspective that he's been through so much pain. And so it allowed me to give him a little bit more, um, you know, I had some compassion and it helped my healing too to understand why he is the way he is and like where he came from. As you continue on this work of healing, it'll also help to heal those generational wounds. I feel like to a very certain degree that most indigenous peoples no matter the side of the border or or whatever can relate to these because i think that in a lot of ways all of our communities uh, are at various stages of this particular healing process now uh, the 60s scoop is really fresh in memory and i think a big problem that people have 
uh, when they talk about these subjects, or at least from the outsider's perspective, is that they don't understand that this is recent history. This is modern history. This isn't something that happened a long time ago. Do you find that people are surprised when they learn that it was as near to you as your father's generation? Yeah, it is very surprising to people. Um, so many of my friends, even that grew up here in Toronto, like they had no idea about the 60s scoop. They had no idea. And that it went into the 1990s. And that it's almost, you know, it's still happening today. There's something that Indigenous people are talking about called the Millennial Scoop and hmm. how many Indigenous children are in foster care. You know, it's definitely something that we need to keep shining light on and to, we need to make changes for the future. When we talk about this particular track, in what ways did it help you reconnect and heal? It was cathartic. You know, it just, I love to release in certain, like, you know, you can dance it out, you can write it out, sing it out. Um, and I did all of that. <laughs> I, I really just wanted to release any sort of anger that I had yeah. over having that identity um, stripped away from me because I grew up, you know, thinking that I was Mexican and learning I was an indigenous child. Like, I, I was eight, I think, when I learned that, but I still didn't know my dad because it was so strange. So, I had to do a lot of forgiving. And so the song helped me to do that and just put it all out. And really actually putting it out into the world too has been so healing because of the amount of people messaging me and saying that they have similar things that they're going through, that they're still trying to find their biological family. And there's so many indigenous people working on reclamation and it makes me feel like I'm not alone. Close your eyes and take in the message of Jay Lee Wolf's very powerful and poignant child of the government. You're listening to Gyno. Save the bank, no, this is so 
Hey, this is Samantha Crane, and you're listening to Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network. Ancestral living, memoried outlines tracing, today into many parts of the always bends. The seeds of life, chances to reseed again, some wild seed, wild seed is what we need. Global warmings, climate change accelerates. Any world feels like it's running out of breath. The land is feeling the heat it can't get used to. And the sky keeps needing room to breathe. Burning bridges and throwing cautions to the wind middled and waiting for a hard rain's going to fall. Don't know what to do, doesn't know what to do. After believe, believed its way into some things. Now it doesn't know how to believe its way out. The human beings turned into the human race. Then the human race raced faster than it could. The progressive race in an aggressive hurry, life into discardings, used ups and destroys. Then comes a time for things to start looking up. In the graying black and whites, it's time to color. Planting the earth in wild seed greens and hues. Time for those deepening roots holding together. 
the future through the past and earth to the skies, somewhere in the balance and energy of reality, watching our step, when we step, where we step, is a way of seeing what we're doing as we do it, living the wearing out of lives in over our heads, sow what we reap before we reap what we sow, could be better off's way of making things better, today is as good a day as any for remembering, the earth and the people and how to live together, and wild seeds to help heal the spirit and heal the land, planting seed into crops of plant energy as basics, for fuel, food, shelter, clothing, and cleaner oxygen.
never took a chance Or let my light shine Swins urged to stand up from her 2017 Connected as we get back into this last segment of today's edition of Gyno. It's Brett checking in with you. I've been joined on the line with Jaylee Wolf. She is today's featured artist. Of course, she's one half of the rising band 
once a tree. We have just a little bit more time to talk. Let's rewind now. Okay, Jaylee, at the very beginning of today's show, we were talking uh, about, well, you're still in between rehearsals right now. What are you rehearsing for, and what can you tell me? This is super cool stuff that people got to know. Yeah, so I'm filming a new TV show called Why the Last Man, and unfortunately I'm sworn to secrecy, so I can't say anything else about the character I'm playing. Um, but the show is just awesome. I'm really excited to be a part of something like this. Uh, it'll definitely, we'll have to do another chat when it comes out because um, I'm really excited to see what you think about it too. What's a projected finish day? When can we look forward to uh, this show? I don't know. I actually don't have the dates on when it's going to be coming out. I would love to know that. Uh-huh. All right, so let's finish. I'm hoping this year, but I'm not sure. Okay, so I won't get my hopes up too much, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed that I can check this out. Because I guarantee you, uh, I'm already a fan. I'm a huge fan of whatever you got going on, so I absolutely cannot wait to check out Why the Last Man. Um, let's see. Maybe I can fish around a little bit more than Jaylee. Um, what kind of a show is it? Um, so it's a show that's based on a comic book series, and it's... I don't know if I should say too much because I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say. But if you um, if you look it up, you'll definitely be able to, you know, you can order the comic books and you can read them. They're so good. I just got mine a week ago and oh. I, I'm blazing through them. Uh, so, yeah, it's a great, great comic book series. As you were alluding to uh, before our chat officially started, uh, this is big scope this is quite possibly the biggest project you've been a part of yeah yeah definitely it is it's the biggest thing i've ever done it's the most exciting thing i've ever done so are you getting butterflies working on it or do you feel like in your groove in your element i was so nervous for the first week of filming that i didn't sleep like i hardly oh, slept I, I was you know eating barely um but i feel much better now that i've gotten the groove of it and um you know got to know everybody that i'm working with and love everyone so much that i still have butterflies of excitement but i'm not as nervous which is nice That sounds like you're working with a great crew. Uh, What else you got up your sleeve right now? Uh, Of course, I did see that Once a Tree is working on more material, yeah? Yeah, we're working on an EP for Once a Tree. And then my um, solo project, my EP is called Wild Whisper, and it drops this summer. So I'm just sort of finishing off the the last visuals for that. And we're going to do just a really fun rollout through June, July, and more songs and more visuals to come. I absolutely cannot wait. Of course, Child of the Government and Hush both have exquisite music videos for them as well. So listeners, go check that out. Where can people find you at, Jaylee? So I'm pretty much on every platform, social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and my website is just jaileywolf.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking a little bit of time to chat with me today. I know you're super busy. you got to get back to rehearsals, and you have a lot on your plate. So keep me in the loop. Listeners, in the meantime, uh, check out all of this incredible work from Jaylee Wolf. You're going to hear her name a whole lot more in the coming days and years and decades. So don't go anywhere. I have a little bit more music coming your way. Thanks again, Jaylee. Let's catch up soon. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it.
For this and past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nv1.org. Also, to discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com.
Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.